City of Hope, named by U.S. News and World Report as one of the top cancer hospitals in the country for the 11th year, brings you City of Hope Radio. Here's Melanie Cole. City of Hope's gastrointestinal oncology program takes an aggressive multidisciplinary approach to fighting cancers of the digestive system. My guest today is Dr. Joseph Kim. He's the head of upper GI surgery and the director of surgical oncology training program at City of Hope. Welcome to the show, Dr. Kim. Tell us about the types of upper GI cancers. Well, thank you for having me on the program. It's a pleasure to be here. When we talk about upper GI cancers, I think most commonly we're referring to esophageal cancers and stomach cancers. So those are the two primary upper GI cancers that we'll be speaking about. Are there certain races that are at higher risk for upper GI cancers? So certainly, uh, with regards to gastric cancer, there are uh, select racial groups that are at very high risk for developing gastric cancer. And it's very important for us here at City of Hope because we live in Southern California because the racial groups that are at higher risk, highest risk for developing gastric cancer are Asians and some groups of people from South America. So we see very high numbers of gastric cancers here because of our uh, population in Southern California. Dr. Kim, what are some symptoms that someone might experience that would even send them to see you to check for esophageal or stomach cancers? Well, unfortunately, some of those symptoms are very nonspecific. So people may have some difficulty swallowing. They may have some very nonspecific abdominal complaints, a little bit of indigestion, some stomach discomfort. So these, of course, can mimic uh, normal conditions, problems that we may have after having normal uh, meals. So it sometimes can be very difficult to diagnose these cancers. How are they diagnosed? Well, typically when people have persistent symptoms, they'll go to their physician's office and the physician will order an upper endoscopy. So that's the most common way that we will diagnose these cancers with a camera that's placed down into the esophagus or into the stomach. If somebody gets this diagnosis, it could be very, very scary. So tell us about some of the newer treatments at City of Hope used in treating these upper GI cancers. Well, you're exactly correct that this diagnosis can be very scary. And what we have to tell our patients is that cure is still a possibility with these cancers. So what's uh, special about uh, the way that we treat these cancers, we use, of course, the... um, the standardized techniques to uh, operate and remove these cancers, but also we employ some of the newest technologies, including laparoscopy and robotics, to take care of these uh, cancers for our patients. When you're using surgery, you're removing the tumor, and then generally, is there radiation chemotherapy involved? And also, Dr. Kim, people hear about these types of cancers and they think they're not going to be able to eat anymore. They're going to be maybe a little disfigured. Tell us about some of the recovery. Yes, yeah, so that's a great question. So um, the use of additional therapies uh, may be recommended if patients have advanced disease. Uh, but we do see patients that have very early stage disease, and surgery alone uh, is all that's necessary to cure our patients. 
are patients that do have advanced disease, we will have to employ or incorporate chemotherapy as well as radiation therapy. Having part of your stomach or esophagus removed will be life-changing for our patients. So we're very careful in terms of counseling and uh, advising our patients about the cultural, societal, um, uh, family changes that they will have to undergo. For some of our folks, our, uh, their daily meal is more than just eating. It's a social event. And so they do have to readjust uh, the way that they have to do things. And so some of the basic uh, outcomes uh, for gastrectomy or esophagectomy is that they do have to change the amount that they can eat at any one given time. What is some of the current research that's going underway at City of Hope for Upper GI Cancers? Well, we're doing some basic science, laboratory-based uh, research, but we're also incorporating uh, research looking at new therapies uh, for patients with advanced disease. So although esophageal cancer and uh, gastric cancer can still be curative, patients who have advanced disease or metastatic disease, their outcomes still are far from where they should be compared to some of the other cancers where we've made significant improvements. So we have um, laboratory basic science studies, we have new therapy studies, and we have new imaging studies uh, that are supported by the National Institutes of Health to help us diagnose and treat gastric cancers better. So do you recommend that people have, you know, we hear about colonoscopies. You get them every three to five years testing for colon cancer. But endoscopies do not seem to be covered on the well care programs. You know, they're usually only given when indicated. When do you recommend people have an endoscopy? Well, patients who have symptoms should certainly um, have endoscopies as appropriate uh, again, most of the symptoms that we have are indigestion uh, and can be easily treated with medical therapies. So we do have to be very careful about overutilizing endoscopy, uh, unnecessary endoscopy. However, that being said, uh, Asian countries where gastric cancer remains the number one or number two cancers in those countries, they have incorporated nationwide screening programs where patients uh, will undergo screening endoscopy at, uh, at age 40. So uh, since we have many of those uh, patients of those racial backgrounds living in Southern California, we're trying to initiate a program so that those patients who are at highest risk can undergo such endo endoscopic procedures here. People have heard about Barrett's esophagus mm -hmm. and precancerous lesions that might be spotted. Mm -hmm. Tell us about this, and is this a risk? Is eating spicy food a risk and damage your esophagus? And then if you damage your esophagus, are you then predisposing yourself to cancer? Well, the Barrett's esophagus, it's a preneoplastic lesion, and it is certainly a concern, and people who have that diagnosis have to be followed closely. So that can turn into an invasive cancer, and um, those patients probably aren't developing Barrett's esophagus because of the types of foods that they eat, but more so from the exposure of the esophagus to the um, acids and bile from the stomach. Uh, people who uh, are at the highest risk for developing gastric cancer 
there there are strong feelings that diet does play a role. Not so much spicy foods, but probably uh, the salted, the uh, fermented foods that are prevalent in any uh, Asian and South American uh, cultures. Um, so I think those are uh, some of the important risk factors as well as the bacteria that can live in the stomach, uh, this bacteria known as H. pylori, is a risk factor for gastric cancer. Dr. Kim, in just the last minute or two that we have left, tell listeners why a patient should go to City of Hope for treatment of their upper GI cancers. Patients who may have an esophageal or gastric cancer should seek treatment at a hospital that takes care of those patients frequently. Because we uh, are situated here in Southern California and we see a large number of patients with uh, gastric and esophageal cancers, we have the experts not only for surgery but also for radiation therapy and medical uh, oncology that can provide comprehensive care for patients with gastric cancer. Because uh, these cancers can be relatively rare depending on the location where you live or the office that you go to, you certainly don't want to have a physician who's, uh, who has very little experience in treating those cancers. So our multidisciplinary care, our advanced surgical techniques are really what set us apart from uh, other places that may not take care of these cancers frequently. Thank you so much, Dr. Joseph Kim. You're listening to City of Hope Radio. For more information, you can go to cityofhope.org. That's cityofhope.org. This is Melanie Cole. Thanks so much for listening.